Witness Docs from Stitcher. A note to our listeners before we get started. This story contains descriptions of assault and sexual violence. So the main thing was that, you know, as a mother, I had to keep my emotions in check. I was just there trying to keep her calm and not upset and not afraid because I needed to get him punished. I felt it was just instinct, you know. Somebody's hurt my baby, they're going to pay. Yeah. I'm Natasha Del Toro, and this is Verified. In the last episode, Maria, one of the women that Dino had abused, found some shocking news in an online search. Dino had been arrested for sexual assault. So far in this series, you've heard about terrible, heartless things that Dino did. He attacked women from all around the world, women who came to Italy on vacation, and who probably felt safe booking a night on a cop's couch. Dino got away with this incredible abuse and coercion for at least a year. Whether it was the fact that he was a cop getting some kind of special treatment, or the fact that these were young women going to police with no incentive to chase their stories. Whatever the reason, nothing had taken Dino off his game. That is, nothing until the story you're going to hear today. And Dino's downfall began because he underestimated one of his guests. This time, it's a mother who stays calm in a crisis and who doesn't back down. My daughter had been on student exchange in Switzerland and I wanted to take my girls on a holiday, but being that I'm a single mum, I needed to do it in the cheapest way possible. This is Belinda. She's from Australia, and she's got two daughters, Tiffany, who was eight years old at the time, and Crystal, who was 16. I should mention here that Crystal didn't want to be interviewed for this episode, so Belinda is the one that you're going to be hearing from today. So I thought couch surfing would be a good idea, and I would do it safely and only stay with women or families. They decided on Venice. And it didn't take long for Belinda to find Dino's profile. There was some comments on his page to say that he was a nice guy and that they had a great time staying with him. So I thought, well, being that he's police and that there's some nice comments, it should be okay with both of my girls. Belinda and her daughters arrived in Padua. They got the typical gracious Dino treatment at first. He was very nice and showed them into the guest bedroom. The first day they toured around and Dino went to work. And when we got home for the second night that we were staying there, he decided that he would make us dinner. So he cooked us dinner and then that's when all of it happened. At dinner, he offered them wine. Belinda turned it down, but she didn't mind that Crystal had a glass. She trusted her daughter and she trusted Dino. After all, he was a policeman. I went and took my younger daughter to bed 
and fell asleep and my older daughter stayed up and obviously had not just that drink but another apparently so he was obviously um you know trying to give her more alcohol and trying to uh give her more than what she could take um and i obviously was not aware of anything else happening until the next morning when i woke up crystal was supposed to be in the bed next to her and tiffany but she wasn't where was she i ran out into the kitchen and couldn't find her so and into the lounge room and was searching the house and so the only bedroom was left was his bedroom and the door was closed so i opened it and walked in and she was in his bed i tried to wake her up and get her up but she was obviously very drugged um and couldn't stand couldn't couldn't talk couldn't walk when Belinda saw Crystal lying there, she knew right away Dino had done something to her daughter. But she didn't launch into accusations because she just wanted to get her out of his room. She couldn't lift her by herself, so she turned to Dino and asked, can you give me a hand? And he helped me carry her into my bedroom and... I could tell that it wasn't just a normal, you know, too much alcohol or something. There was something very wrong. Um, I noticed that she didn't have her underwear on. It was just just her dress. And he was trying to sort of be confused. Oh, I don't know what's happening kind of thing. Belinda wasn't falling for his act. And everything in her told her to run. But she couldn't do that yet. She needed to buy some time. Because I, she couldn't talk, she couldn't walk, so, and I wasn't capable of taking both girls and all of our things out of that house straight away. I just barricaded, so I pushed furniture and the luggage and everything against the door as soon as I was in the bedroom um, until I could figure out what to do. So I was, I know from seeing photos, I knew that he had access to guns um, and I didn't want to get into any more trouble so I didn't confront him or get angry or do anything I just wanted to keep my girl safe so I barricaded us into the room until I could get her to function so it was between 5 a.m till about 10 a.m that it took for her to start like to be able to actually get up and and walk and talk and be reasonably normal. As soon as Crystal gained some consciousness back, Belinda asked her questions. Did Dino have sex with her? Yes, he had. Had he used a condom? Crystal wasn't sure. I was able to ask her if it was consensual, so... And she said, I kept on saying no, I kept on saying no. Um, I don't know what he's given me. And I said, so if I get this person put in jail, are you happy for that? Are you happy if he goes to jail forever? She said, yes, I definitely want him to go to jail. I definitely said no. Belinda didn't think she could call the police because Dino was the police. She figured the best thing was just to get her daughters out of there. She helped Crystal get dressed And somehow, in the middle of all that chaos, she remembered to not let her clean up and not take a shower. Um, You know, obviously 
I, I've always felt that anybody that's in that situation needs to act quickly so that there's all the evidence is still there and because evidence get, gets washed away, time passes by. Yeah, you need to act fast and make sure you don't keep quiet. Crystal was finally able to walk, and so they took down the barricade and opened the door. All they had to do now was get past Dino. When we came out of the bedroom, he was sitting in the kitchen and he was trying to say, oh, come on, stay, don't make a big deal of this. So he sort of was trying to make light of it and I didn't want to confront him. So I thought the safest thing is to get out. In the end, he just let them walk out. Out on the street, Belinda decided she couldn't risk going to the Padua police, where Dino might have friends or protectors. So instead, she and her daughters took the next train to Venice, about half an hour away. She thought police might believe her there. We waited for, I think, an hour or two, and finally a train came. And in the meantime, just trying to get Crystal to keep going over it and going over it. So this is definitely what happened. So what happened now? Then what happened? Then what happened? just trying to piece it together and her getting frustrated because she's vague and chopping in and out of sort of, I don't know how to explain. She was just very vague and she was still under the influence for quite a long time. So, yeah, I was sort of taking a zombie into Venice with a younger child. It seemed like the trip took forever. Belinda had two kids in tow and two huge suitcases that had lost their wheels on the Venice stairs but they finally made it to the police station. So in Venice, they took me up to the detective's offices into the main part of the police station. We spent most of that day, interview after interview with all different police officers, actually all of that day until way into the night where they took her to a hospital. Yeah, they took her clothes. They did a a rape kit and blood tests and uh, Crystal was very upset. So the main thing was that, you know, as a mother, I had to be strong because if I fell apart, then there wouldn't be anybody to take care of everybody. After Crystal recounted again and again what Dino did to her, the police took action. They went to Dino's house, told him he was now under investigation for rape, and they searched his whole place. In Dino's bedroom, they found Crystal's underwear draped on a chair. And in his kitchen, they found what Maria and Miriam, his prior guests from Portugal, had frantically been looking for. They found drugs. It was benzodiazepine, to be exact. It's a kind of tranquilizer that can be used for anxiety. But... It's also one of the most common date rape drugs out there. And it's especially dangerous when mixed with alcohol. It can lead to blackouts and memory loss. Benzos can also cause slurred speech and they can impair judgment. And that can last up to three days. All of the women described having these same side effects. Benzodiazepine was later detected in Crystal's urine sample. 
And when Crystal's rape kit came back, it tested positive for his semen. At this point, the public prosecutor, Giorgio Falcone, was ready to pounce on Dino, to arrest him. But to his great surprise, Dino kind of moved first. He started cooperating with police and promised them that he'd shut down his couchsurfing profile. Dino also offered to come into the Padua courthouse for formal questioning, to speak on the record about Crystal's attack. So Falcone decided an arrest could wait. He set a date to get Dino's side of the story. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Then he also arranged for Belinda and Crystal to give their testimony after Dino. But they had to wait 10 long days to do it. To pass the time, Belinda took the girls to France and Rome. It was a way to distract them, and she felt that they would be safer there than in Padua where Dino lived. The Venice police even asked a colleague in Rome to show them around for extra protection. On March 28th, that court date finally arrived, and Belinda and Crystal returned to the city where this whole nightmare began. Crystal's testimony that day was videotaped, and the tape is public record. We're going to play parts of it for you here, but it's hard to listen to. In the video... Crystal is sitting alone at a long wooden table with microphones set up all around. She's there to rehash the details of her rape, yet again, to a new set of strangers. As her mother walks in, Crystal breaks down. Crystal has just found out that Dino wasn't in jail. She says there's no justice. Belinda sits down next to her, strokes her hair, and Crystal leans into her mother's shoulder. He doesn't even get any punishment. He's not going to prison. What the hell happens to him after what he did to me? <laughs> what did he get? I've been punished. I've been punished, but he gets to go free. I've been punished more than him. Crystal is ready to stop. She doesn't trust that testifying today is going to do anything. 
Belinda does her best to encourage her daughter and to let her know it'll all be over soon. It'll just all be a horrible memory soon, baby. Well, I promise. We can't make him go to jail. It's just what I know. Getting yourself upset and giving her headaches not going to give, going to get him to jail, okay? There's nothing we can do except for you explain your story again and hope that they do the right thing. They're not going to do the right thing anyway. They're at their most desperate. And then a psychologist enters the room and introduces herself. The psychologist doesn't speak much English, but she's gentle, kind. She sits down next to Crystal. I know he's going to do it again. They can't communicate easily, but they try. Crystal uses her fingers to signal a scissor motion on her hair. Cut my hair. <laughs> now? Yeah. Why? Uh, DNA. Drug test. No, not DNA. Drug, drug test. Belinda starts rubbing Crystal's shoulders. And she seems a lot calmer now than before. But the minute Belinda takes her hands off and starts to walk away, Crystal's doubts return. Belinda encourages her to keep going. Otherwise, nothing will happen to Dino. It might not, but we might not be perfect. But I gotta see it through so something happens. Even if it's something little. Okay. Hi. I am the judge. When the judge comes in, she explains to Crystal, Dino Maglio is not in the courthouse, but his lawyer and the Padua prosecutor are in another room listening. Crystal becomes really focused. They're all women in the room now. They're all sensitive to this moment, to this young girl and what she's gone through. They talk to Crystal in soothing tones. The judge gently asks Belinda to leave the room. And something shifts in Crystal. She sits up straight. She crosses her hands on her lap. And she looks the judge straight in the eye as the translator begins. I don't know exactly what happened. I know more or less that I'm here to translate for this case. And uh, um, it's a case of abuse. Right. Rape, okay. Crystal corrected the translator there. This was rape. Uh, when did it happen? 17th of March. The 17th of March, okay. Uh, where did it happen? They go through the police report line by line, up until the moment when Dino started undressing her. Do you remember um, where um, your knickers were? Uh, uh, that Leonardo uh, took off you before uh, penetrating you. Do you remember where they were left? 
I only remember the him taking them off and that's when I was aware of what was about to happen. That's when I wasn't asleep but I had blacked out and that's when I had visual again. What was happening? I was lying there saying don't. And uh, what was he doing? He was, he was just ignoring and doing it anyway. Crystal doesn't flinch even when the judge asks about the most personal details. What you see now is a girl who's poised, patient, determined to tell her story. Even if she knew it was her word against the word of an Italian cop. What Crystal did not know is that it had been a very hectic day in that courthouse because Dino had been in that same building earlier that same day, just minutes before, in fact. He had arrived with his lawyer, as planned, to submit to questioning with Falcone, the prosecutor. And his version of events was very different. This is an audio recording from Falcone's office that day. For the first time, you're hearing Dino's voice. He seems nervous, he's talking fast and giving lots of unnecessary details. The whole conversation took place in Italian, so we've gotten actors to read a translation of both Falcone's questions and Dino's answers. While you were having sexual intercourse, both oral and vaginal, what did the girl say? Actually, I was asking her, you like it? I'm sorry. She said yes. Uh, But I repeat, if it was violent, I would imagine a person would shout, would do something, or at least squirm and, and say to stop. But absolutely not. Then, I don't know if later, talking her with her mother, she turned the story upside down to make a bad impression. I can say that I remember that she was not a virgin. Absolutely not. It's not even 30 minutes in, and Dino admits, yes, he had sex with Crystal, an underage girl. He says she wanted it. Dino's lawyer asks him the question straight up. So was the drug given to the girl? The question's simple. And Dino hesitates. Do I have to say yes? His lawyer tells him he has to explain what happened. Prosecutor, all three of us have always been in the same place. I mean, it would be crazy to organize such a thing with the mother at home. Yet, if I have to... Well, there are a lot of things here that go against me. It's not like things can be admitted beyond the truth. What do I have to say? That I put it there? Did you or did you not? Well, I put it there, prosecutor, I did. I don't know how I managed with her being always there, but... When did you give it to her? While we were sitting there, I put the pill inside. Moreover, it is not even soluble. Dino admits this too, as if it's not that big a deal. He put the drugs in Crystal's drink, but, he's saying, 
He didn't mean anything by it. I don't remember the name of the drug. Benzodiazepine. Whatever it was, it was the only drug I had in my house, because I don't have any others. It is as the police found when they seized everything. Let me understand. Did you or did you not put this tablet in her drink? Maybe crumbling it or... Uh... No, I didn't crumble anything, prosecutor. I put it in her glass. No, no, no. No, no I, I don't know if it melted, how it went, but I put it in the glass, prosecutor. Why did you put the drug in her glass? Because... Because I'm an idiot? I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I didn't think about it. I, I don't know. But with what purpose? Hmm? To what end? That's a good question. I had no purpose. None. Not to weaken the resistance, then have sexual intercourse with her? No, why would I do this? Also because it was not my intention. It's breathtaking. Dino is on the one hand admitting to drugging Crystal while her mother and younger sister slept in the next room. But on the other hand, he insists the whole thing was spontaneous and that the sex was consensual, that she wanted it. But Dino's twisted logic is not going to work. Falcone finally has enough to get Dino arrested. He wants him behind bars. But the judge will only agree to place Dino under house arrest for now. So that night... Three police officers arrive to Dino's house to enforce the order of his arrest. And when they get there, right by the door, they see two suitcases. And they aren't Dino's. And they ask Mario, what are these suitcases doing here? Uh, who, who, who is the owner of the suitcases? That's next time on Verified. I'm your host, Natasha Del Toro. This season of Verified is reported by Alessia Tarantula, Cecilia Onassi, and Giulio Rubino of IRPI, Investigative Reporting Project Italy. It's written and produced by me, Natasha Del Toro, Suzanne Reber, senior producer Dan Bloom, Bruce Edwards, Rachel Aronoff, Joey Fishground, and Shreya Nandi. Additional production by Grant Hill. Our editors are Peter Clowney, Gianna Palmer, and Ellen Weiss. Engineering by Casey Holford, Bruce Edwards, and Robin Wise. Our theme and original music are by Allison Leighton Brown. Special thanks to our actors Danilo Ottaviani and Giacomo Rocchini, and also to Andrew Haig for our collaboration with GroundSource. We are particularly grateful to the many women who spoke with us, both on and off the microphone, and trusted us to tell their story. Verified is created by Suzanne Reber and executive produced by Suzanne Reber, Ellen Weiss, Peter Clowney, and Chris Bannon. 
The show is produced by Scripps Washington Bureau in collaboration with Witness Docs, a Stitcher network. There's so much more for you to discover about this story and what's coming up on the show. You can find us on Twitter at VerPod and at VerifiedPod on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can write to us at VerifiedPod at Stitcher.com. If you like the show and believe in this kind of storytelling, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people discover Verified. Thanks for listening.